Welcome to episode 192 of CBQ Legacy. That's comic book queers. I am queer uh, number one, Evil Jeff. And with me is oh, queer you? number two, Brett. <laughs> what? I'm not, I am not number two. <laughs> Honey, you, you smell like a number two. What? I don't know. Oh, girl. <laughs> all right. Uh, How would you know? You're all the way, you're all the way at Los Angeles. I'm all the way in New York. <laughs> I, I feel like our new listeners should know that about us. That yes, we're that's true. I do. I um, They are saying that is the new technology as of late. They've invented a new technology that can actually recognize and replicate smells. That's like the new really? thing. Because if you didn't realize, other than a smell. Using what? Uh, I don't know. N- nanotechnology. No, they're like this. this no, I don't want yeah. that. I don't want that up my nose. Well, no, but it's more a thing like Who knows you, what you I'm could literally put it like have a, you could do this thing and you could put it on food and it could tell you if the food has gone bad. Oh, wow. Like literally like, hey, is this bad? Smell yeah, this, but, but a robot. I can do it from across yeah. the nation. And did you see Tesla? Well, I'm just, I, as you can see, we did not start with uh, with a reenactment this time because there is so much to talk about. We have so much news to talk about. And yet here we are talking about Tesla, but please proceed. Well, no, Tesla, did you see the new news where the, he's making that, like, robot person? New news? Oh, like a, like, yeah, like a sex Well, bot. I mean, he said it's not a sex bot, but the basic thing, it was like, no, it just says, but, it will be friendly. I'm like, that seems like the beginning of, yeah, a, of a horror so, movie. Of like... <laughs> this is, it's, yeah, and let's be honest, this is a yeah. sex bot. Nobody's going to use It's a sex bot, but eventually I'm like, oh, those are going to be our new overlords. Absolutely. Can't wait to have to service a robot if I want to. But live. let's get into some hot topics. So uh, what are you going to get? Hot topics. Um, we have a lot yeah, to talk first about. First of all, did you see a new trailer popped? Came out. I did. Popped. meant dropped. I don't know why. It just popped. <laughs> popped. You can, we can make that word up. A new trailer just popped. <laughs> Pop it like it's hot. Um, it's the Eternals. It's called the final trailer before they finally release the, the final movie. trailer. It's called the final trailer where we explain uh, all the man babies questions about why didn't they help with Thanos? Yeah, shut up. Literally, now we have a trailer here, where they had to instead of having cool stuff yeah. in a trailer, we had to have that. Well, the trailer is literally just like. Did you know Thanos was doing this thing? Why weren't you doing anything about it? Well, I was busy. Oh. And they told us, they said, like, we couldn't do it. Who said that? Well, it's a big guy over here, Celestial. Um, yeah. Coming in December. <laughs> <laughs> like, fuck you. What a waste. Um, it still looks cool. It looks cool. Oh, it looks great. It looks great. And it's nice to get their backstory. I'm making fun of it, but it's nice to have their backstory. It's nice to understand a little bit more about them. Um, I here's uh, that. Uh, is there anything else you have to say about that one? Yeah, I like the oh, powers. Yeah. What? I like all their golden yeah. different powers. Yeah. I like it. Um, what's um, what's the guy from Atlanta? From the show Atlanta, is he an eternal? Is he an eternal yes. or is he a human? Uh, I've never seen Atlanta, but is it Brian yes, Tyree yes. Henry? 
Yeah, he's okay. Fastos, the Eternal. He's the gay one. He's the oh, gay really? one. He's going to be the one with a husband what? and kids. Yes. Is he gay in real life? Because no. he was gay in that Melissa McCarthy robot takes over the world movie, too. Oh, my God. You watch that? Yeah. Super yeah. intelligence? Girl, I t- I had that on for five minutes, and I was like, there's no Well, if you way. kept on watching, you would realize it did oh, not no. get better. <laughs> uh, but I wonder, is he uh, I don't know. Well, I want to talk about that, but then I also want to talk about the other Marvel movie. There is a backlash going on, and I'm just going to bring it up. We really, as two white, what? white men, we don't really have, I don't even know if we should be talking, like, but there is a new boycott going on. Listen, after White Lotus, I cannot, I hate white people. I refuse well, to Well, no, this is more people. a fight between the Asian American community and the black community. There, There is a bunch okay. of people in the black community that are trying to boycott um, Shang-Chi because cause Aquafina um, started her career Bro. with a black set. She used to. She sure did. And but here's the thing, and I can't get is there's a fight where they're like, well, she grew up in Brooklyn, and that's just the neighborhood. And other people are like, no, she didn't. She wasn't in the neighborhood she was in. It wasn't like that. And I, it's very, uh, I don't know. It's a very tricky. She was doing a character to ignite her yeah. career. Plain and simple, she was doing a character, and it was a character that was appropriated from black culture and she done did it that's do you you and you know what everyone everyone loved it for her that everyone loved her for it then do you think that is a legitimate reason to then uh boycott um the first asian american led movie no i think it's a reason for people who were turned off by that kind of thing to not watch the movie also it's just like i feel like that can be a separate issue from the movie like can can, sure can can you just call her out and have her address that and then not ruin um a wonderful thing happening to the Asian American community? Exactly. Also, have you seen that official clip of the fight on the bus of that movie? No. It looks amazing. It looks so Jackie mm-hmm. Chan and Simu Lu looks so capable and good. At doing it at the fight yeah. choreography, I- I'm very excited. For and it. and I did think Aquafina, the way she launched her career, was tasteless. But hey, the machine let it through. So who am I? Here's the thing, too: is Disney Disney went and said that they felt that it was an experiment by letting this only be in the theaters. And Simu Liu yes. just came out being Ooh. like. How about you don't call the first Asian American led action movie an experiment? Like we're the underdogs. We're not an experiment. And it's just like, oh my God, these people are like fucking idiots. Like what? And Disney, Disney. Just and then the the whole choice. thing going on with uh, Black Widow right now. What with ScarJo's lawsuit? Well, I mean, they'd. No, but they know just right now she literally just came out saying everything that they're saying was based in misogyny. Like she just she just had a thing released basically being like you're saying you said very misogynist things about me. Like it's disgusting, which I kind of agree. 
<clears throat> where they're like, how yeah, dare Disney you? Needs to sh- keep their they were just like, oh my God, shut. you should be grateful you had a movie. There's a pandemic. Don't you realize we're struggling? And Fuck it's like, no, Disney, you. you're not struggling. You're not. So shut up. Ugh. Disney needs some PR. Like they need some training, better PR. Like a PR coach. Like you need younger PR professionals. People who get it. Yeah, Disney, cut it out. And you know everyone at Marvel, like Kevin Feige and all of them are like, Disney, shut up. <laughs> like, stop it. We Disney, all know that they're up. on um, Scarlett Johansson's side. Absolutely. Oh, Jesus. Nothing can, listen, everything we love, none of it can ever last forever, ever. Like, at some point... Disney's mouths are going to ruin the MCU. And at some point, Jonathan Hickman is going to leave the X-Men. That's our next thing we need to talk about. Jonathan Hickman is officially leaving the X-Men. And I am, you know, we knew it was going to happen. We knew he was only going to stay for a couple of years. No one stayed. No one's going to Chris Claremont it and just stay for like 15 years. He's too big. He's big picture framework guy. He's going to move on but to the But the reason thing. he gave is because they wouldn't let him do what he wanted fast enough. Well, it was the other writers, though. It wasn't Marvel yeah. editorial, according to him. He said the other writers in the stable were like, no, we want to keep this going. We don't We don't want you to move on yeah. beyond the Krakoan era into whatever at your act two. Yeah, and be. I do have a feeling that yeah. Inferno... Is the act is going into Act Two, and he's just gonna then leave. I but he's apparently what he's saying is his ideas of where it's gonna go for Act Three. The writers still want to go there, but he's just like you're fucking taking too long. And I have to say this, I agree. Did I agree. we need three months of Ten of Swords that probably could have been told in three issues? Right. You know what I mean? And also, let's 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 show, let's bring forth, and I've said this many a time, let's bring forth probably the most fascinating character, Moira McTaggart, who now is a mutant, and not show her for two years. What? Right. But in the meantime, we have X Corp. And Children of the Atom and X Force. With let's do let's do a year worth of plant people stories. It is like apartment 3G up in this yeah. bitch. I haven't read it in 20 years. Well, let me catch you up. It's later. That's, a, that's a Golden Girls joke. <laughs> and I love it. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, it's like we're just like the Hellfire Gala. I was like, oh, my God. How long is this party? Yeah. I mean, at least Hellfire Gala. Hellfire Gala. Hellfire Gala was, was, good. was good and was interesting. But a lot of this shit, it's just like, I agree, like, move on. But it's like, like, move on. Do we need Jumbo Carnation on, like, an active Marauders team? No. I'm we, go- oh, shit. Like, Are we going to? I think maybe long. that's our segue to start talking about the X books. Hit it. I want your X. Okay. Are we going to bring that? Should we go right into that? Or should we go in an order of, like. Let's okay. Let's go right into Marauders. We have two weeks of X-Books, so we have to include X-Force 22. Evil Jeff, I said X-Force 22. Yeah, I'm ignoring it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. 
yay, new toy. Uh, and Children of the Atom Six. But okay, let's talk about. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about Marauders number 23, which surprisingly was by Jerry Duggan. I didn't feel like yeah, it. it was weird. It was very weird. It was kind of like, it was like a reset of like, here's the new team. And honestly, I wouldn't have minded. I might have minded it of like, oh, here's Tempo and here's Banshee. Great. Here's C- Jumbo Carnation. Why? Also, oh, his, his other power is he's inflammable. Teflon what? skin. Sure. Was that? Did no. we know that already? I thought his powers were forearms and an impeccable t- sense of taste. Yeah, and now he's just like this big, strong gay. Like, well, no, your gay person is Christian, and I don't know. I was just like, we don't need a big, strong. Uh, but gay. yeah, I was like, I don't. This is the character development that I did. I just don't want. Did not I need don't, this. No. Nope. Nope. If it's like, we're the Marauders, we're a superhero team. I'm Emma Frost, team leader. I'm Kate Pride, her second in command. I'm Tempo. I'm new. I'm Jumbo. I'm gay. Like, what is happening? And where is Iceman? And where's oh, they did say Iceman and Bishop. Yeah, uh, well, where? I wanted that that's I let's see what's going on with that shit. And then I was like, am I just but am I being homophobic, like like internalized homophobia, where I'm like, I want the more straight acting, hot gay superhero. I don't want the fat queenie superhero. Is that bad? That is, am I? Yes, it's extremely homophobic. But also, but it's still bad though. What am I? Am, what is? Are we the problem? No, <laughs> it's not homophobic because jum- Jumbo Carnation is not an yeah, action exactly. Character. He's one of the characters that grounded this book in something other than action. Yeah, I just, I don't know. Yeah, I was just like, what is happening here? And I wasn't crazy about Emma's new outfit. No, what is this pillowy blouse you have on? With like shorts? What is going on? No, I don't know. And like, what is the tone of this book like? Hey Emma, it's me, your old friend Banshee. I'm in trouble. I'm I stepped in it again. Like what is And then what? it's all just like, oh, we're gonna take down Verendi because the one girl was raped by her dad. I'm like, I don't I oh don't my need God. this. I don't know. What is happening? What is happening? We're the we're the teenage girl from Poltergeist. What's happening? What? <laughs> Dad killed by her boyfriend. Dad, drive away. Dad, Did you drive away. She was away. killed by her boyfriend. Remember that? Yeah. Her brother's like, just fucking leave yeah. her. She was killed by her boyfriend in real life. I know. Somebody oh, died in every. Someone, a main character died in every Poltergeist movie. Yeah, Caroline. Yeah, she died in the disease. third one, and then the old man who was the bad guy in the second one died. They all died before like the movie was well, released. He was. 90s uh, but hey it's old. still it fits my narrative so just go with it <laughs> uh how about the end of poltergeist 3 where they have to film that final scene after heather o'rourke yes that's her name uh, died and they're clearly carrying yeah. a mannequin instead of another girl yeah. with blonde hair it is a fucking uh, doll with a loose leg that is like yeah. swinging 
because it's loose. Oh my god, what is happening? Poltergeist, Poltergeist 3. Hey, you know what? What if we redo Poltergeist but in a high rise building? Who greenlit that shit? What the fuck? Anyway, we're off topic. Meanwhile, you have Nancy <laughs> Allen climbing the outside of the building. We are off topic. Let's move on. Marauders, <laughs> you're on notice. You're unnoticed. Uh, He's like, I'm writing X Men now. I don't fucking let's care talk about, about Marauders. Well, we I think we're going to talk about uh, a lot of. Uh, let's mix it up with good and bad. I think we're going to talk about a lot of bad stuff. Let's talk about something I did kind of like, although I still was like, what? But Way of X. What did you think of Way of X? Yeah. Oh, I, I really enjoyed it. If nothing else, to tell me a good Nightcrawler yeah. story. I mean, this book ends with Nightcrawler bamfing a fucking moon. I just, like, th- yes, yes, please. but also, um, are you now going to say he's Omega level? That he can... No, because he was amped but by that, He's still amped to, to a moon. A moon? That was a little... Are you going to say Fabian is or something that, that just felt and this is just and I get it. Oh, it's just I know a moon. I it's just a moon. Uh, I, I get it and I understand I'm being but it, for me, I know it's the X-Men world. But when I am kind of like, I don't believe that. I know they just terraformed Mars, but I was like, I get it and I believe it. But when Nightcrawler bamped the moon, I was like, you just went too far. This I don't. Did you feel that way when Kitty when Kitty phased the bullet? No. Oh, okay. Well, same thing. I guess. I guess. Yeah, I guess you're right. I guess you're right. But then I, for some reason, I'm like, Kitty can do that. But Nightcrawler, bamfing. Because Nightcrawler was so tired. Give Kurt but he's always. Give I just remember credit. Excalibur after his powers were fucked up and he'd just be tired bamfing one person. And now he's bamfing a goddamn moon. I don't know. All right, explore it. Explore that part. Well, I guess he's dead and he doesn't remember anything. Yeah. It was all this thing where it was like, all of this shit's happening. Fabian, you have to remember this because I have to sacrifice myself. Oh, Fabian's in a coma and I don't remember because I was resurrected. Fuck. Yeah, I do like that. Oh, I know. It's just frustrating because you're like... Yeah, it's good writing. I do like the whole Legion is trying to do something about Onslaught while Xavier is like, me, 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 in his ear and he's like totally tuning Xavier out. Xavier just being a total shit. The weird thing for me was, and I didn't hate it, but it was, this was what I didn't buy. And I was like, okay, it's poetic. Is, don't you see, Onslaught's been feeding on the pieces of us that we miss when we get resurrected. I'm like, I don't know what that is, but okay, that sounds good. Yeah. I'm just, I, and yeah, it just seems like he's able when when people are reimplanted with their memories or whatever, he's able to somehow get in on that. It seems like, and yeah. because Xavier was the one doing it, I mean, I guess all that kind of makes sense to me. Um, oh yeah, and, but I, I guess for me, the thing that I found really interesting about Way of X is that Kurt. I think the main thing is he's analyzing each of the three laws. And here's the thing is he actually discovered, because it was kind of like, you can kill a mutant. You just can't kill a human. But you have to respect the Krakoan land. And his new interpretation is, no, the mutants are part of the Krakoan land. We We are are the land. land. So you cannot fucking kill a mutant, 
either. And I think that's a very different interpretation. And I also love the fact that he's like, and guess what? I'm going to let both of you fucking die, but I'm on the council and I'll make sure you're in the back of the queue and it'll be years and years and years before you're resurrected. I like that kind of threat. That was like Nightcrawler being like, I don't fuck with me, fuckers. Listen, I've got diplomatic immunity or whatever the hell. I'll use it. Was the whole thing where Fabian and and gra- that gravity, what's the person's name? Lost. Lost. Was she in an old issue or is she a completely new character? Cuz they seem to have this I feel but she's they, new. Cuz her and but she's got she comes yeah, with this, this story where Fabian as an acolyte uh, killed her family and that's why I was just curious of like was that ever yeah. in a past yeah. X-Men issue? Maybe. Who knows? Maybe maybe our listeners out there know more than we do. You, 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 and you. Four listeners. What do you know? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. But it's it's interesting. I mean, the new Onslaught thing, it'll be interesting. I will say Onslaught, I'm not very interested in Onslaught as a villain. But I am interested in Legion and Nightcrawler fighting it and Xavier being an idiot. Yes. I am interested also in maybe we're finally doing away with Onslaught once and for all when this next book happens, the Onslaught Revelation. Like, the Onslaught Revelation is you shouldn't be using Onslaught anymore. Yeah, that's the the revelation I had is that this character was stupid. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Let's talk about two stupid books from last week. Let's see if we can just... Children Children of the the Atom. Children of the Atom has come to an end. Um, I sent you an article written by some person where I was like, want to get angry? Read this. And literally this person was just trashing all the X-Men comics, but then was just like, the only things that were good were X-Force and Children of the Atom. And I'm like, and then he's like, I can't even read Marauders because it's all about Emma. And I was like, oh my God, this person is our, is this person our nemesis? Have you ever, (laughs) it's like, right. Like, have you ever been less able to connect with him. I don't even see this person. I know. He's apparently in charge of all of the X-Men stuff for Bleeding Cool Comics. I don't know what your name is. But, but, uh, but, uh, what? Oh, M of Crossed is bad. Well, Bleeding Cool. I'm like, if I read an article, I'm like, oh, this is on Bleeding Cool. Yeah, exactly. Um, But Children of the Atom. Okay, here's the thing. Six issues to introduce... One new mutant. Do you know what her powers are? Shapeshifting. But what can she just shapeshift like Mystique? They don't no really say that. And I'm like, no one knows because they don't the really story. go into it. So I'm just like, and then her friend. Never once does she shapeshift into a thing. And then the whole thing is the one friend was into the guy. And then in the end, it's like, no, I actually like you. And then we're mad at you because you're mute. You didn't tell us. And yeah, I was like, I hate all of this. I hate it. It, it literally could have been yeah. a one shot. It could have been also, a one shot. Also, this girl, like, I don't think she's an interesting character. There's so many other no. interesting characters of color that's... She's a lesbian. Who cares? There's so many other interesting characters of color that have already been established. Like, why do we have to add some, like, new one that's just not giving us anything interesting? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe people are relating to know. it and think it's amazing. Because she's the Gen Z younger, but... I mean, ugh. it wasn't... Yeah, it wasn't bad. Like, it wasn't 
poorly written. Like it just, it just didn't tap into the vein of like what we like about the X books now. I mean, it kind of did and like, they're so popular now and we want to be part of that community. We want to be part of that community instead of the community. we. we but then that to. it needed some sort and of stakes. There were no stakes. Yeah, I mean, it was either you were invested in these kids' friendships no, or yeah. you weren't. And if you weren't, then yeah, you just weren't just invested care. in the story. The story is about these kids. Anyway. To the point where she even chooses that family over Good. Her I don't family. want her on Krakoa. She goes back and, to And the comic, good. and then we can just pretend it didn't happen. And also, if you're going to have this character finally go to Krakoa, and she has modeled herself after Gambit. No scene yeah. with Gambit? Because that was just, no like, pointless. Gambit. And also, how can she make teleportation... Like, how is she making all this stuff and that's not connected to her power at all? Right. And she's making the clothing. Is because she's a cosplayer? I don't know. What is happening? But I love how it's just like, oh, I just made a, te- I just made a teleportation suit. But I have shapeshifting powers. Sure, but uh, but I'm a shapeshifter. What? <laughs> what? Make it make sense. What is it? Oh God. Anyway, whatever. Um, the other one that was garbage, of course, is X Force. Oh my God! Listen. If I see one more plant the, person, like, I, I I, oh I have I to the point. Ha- I'm about to throw all of my plants out. On. To the point where we're even bringing Man Thing into this. Why? Because that's another plant person. I don't know. It's so bad. But it's not Man Thing. Man Thing's cool because Man Thing is mysterious and lives in the bog. And like, if you're afraid, he'll burn you. And he's scary and it's horror. And we love Man Thing. Man Slaughter, who is like, I'm like the offshoot of Man Thing, but I'm a soldier, so I'm all about like war and shit. Stop it. Yeah, and I love how it's like, instead of man thing, what if it's like man slaughter? Because like manslaughter, shut up. Shut up. You know who came came up with manslaughter in who? a different book? Benjamin Percy, writer of X-Force. Ugh. It's one of his of characters. And that's the thing is, I think it's like the incel crowd that reads X-Men. They eat this shit up. They think it's good. Why? I don't know. Why? Why aren't they at least, I mean, at least just talk about Russia and the Cerebro Sword and Colossus's brother. Whatever happened with the Cerebro Sword? Why can't it be about that? Like, I don't get it. Didn't they bring up the Cerebro Sword recently in one of these books? Yeah, I, yeah. In one of I don't them. Know. But just, ugh, ugh. Oh my god. I'm just annoyed because I'm like, I feel like Hickman was like, no, don't you see? Like, the shit is getting, it's being spread too thin. We're drawing it out too much. It's losing its soul. Like, we need to move on. And the rest of them are like, but we like doing it. And he's like, okay, then fuck off. But that's the thing is, why? But he I, should be in charge and being like, no. Shut up. Why Why do they have control? He should have been the boss and been like, you all just shut the fuck up. We're going to go to part two. 
But it's also spin. Like, who knows what the real story is here? Yeah. I'll tell you what. I don't know if I trust this editor-in-chief of the X-Books. Any, I, like, yeah. I really don't. I don't know. I think we need a new... I'm not going to go off. This is the thing. You have Let's to understand... You have to understand that me and Brett, House of X and Powers of Ten changed us. Like, it was like, oh my God, this is the X-Men we've always wanted. So when things start to go wrong, we are going to take it very personally. So you're just going to have to deal with that. You're damn Now, X-Corp... Like, X-Corp, which I'm taking very personally. This is so bad. It's so so boring. I can't get through it. It's literally like... It's so bad. Why don't they just literally just do spreadsheets of, like, financials and that be the comic? I I want to I don't care. What is this book? It's so awful. And then it's just like me and, and then Angel and Monet were like, and now we're going to fight. I'm like, why? What? Why? why? And then Celine's on the board. And they're like, Trinary, you're off the board. Out after of nowhere, nothing. After oh, up this and we're going to put. And then they have we're a gonna data put page. Mass, like, genocide serial killer Celine on the board. What? And they kick off Trinary, and then they do this whole th- this data page where, like, the board, now that Trinary is not on, sign off on this thing. What about Windancer? You didn't even you didn't address her. She's supposed to be on the board. She isn't on the, da- the data page. Like, I, I, maybe I'm wrong about that. The point is, this book sucks. It's so bad. It's literally so bad. What is so the point bad. of it? Oh, it's the X-Men, but like... I'm like, I don't even know what It's I'm the reading. X-Men, but like, they're like going to make like um, cell phone servers. They're going to... Literally, this is, they're going to do now. cell Great. phone servers. That's the plot. And then there's and then there's another girl and she doesn't like it. But guess what? We bought out the company. But he's so mad about it. He's going to come in and start shooting people. What? Uh, I... And literally, like, set this book on fire. I'm done. I when I flip the page, praying that the next page is the last page, and it's not. It's just more speech balloons with so many words in them. Talking about financials about. and stuff. I'm like, uh, oh, do you think God. anyone gives a fuck? What? They? I think someone saw Succession. And they were like, oh, this would be a good X-Book. Yes, I can do this. But then it's like, no, actually, you can't. You can't can't do it. No, it's so horrible. I would, I I, honestly, if this was just their fucking balance sheet, I would be more interested. Yeah. But let's end this with one that I thought I liked. I was like, oh, this is interesting. I like where this is going. Um, Is The Trial of Magneto. Yeah, it's great. Clearly, uh, we see X-Factor. I'm glad X-Factor is, like, back in the forefront. And they're trying... Oh, but can we talk about that? I'm sorry. Can we talk about X-Factor for a second? There's a Leia Williams interview where she reveals the whole story that the trial of Magneto was supposed to be a story arc in X-Factor and that the X-Editors liked it so much that they decided to cancel X-Factor and make it its own book. And... When they canceled X-Factor, they, not she, 
filled in a bunch of last minute story, including that really weird tone deaf prodigy thing, which she found out about after the fact. Oh, she didn't do that? No. This is why I'm like, what is happening in this office? And also, why is there all this rape? What is up with all these rape stories? For what? Is this the new refrigerating? Oh, we don't want to kill off characters for motivation, so let's just have them be raped. What? Why? Uh, Can I have less rape? Yeah. Also, I'm not even. I'm not against that in general. As like, you can't ever talk about that. But when it's happening, just more like like in every issue. Like, okay, enough. Enough. Oh, my God. I. Oh, my God. All right. Anyway, Trial of Magneto, which is bittersweet. It's got a bitter it's got a bitter aftertaste because of this whole X. But it does look like someone took used metal and basically choked, like put her hands, like cuffed her hands with metal and choked a bitch out. Strangled. Yeah. 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 Oh, ugly. We think, because then what's happening at the end of this book where we kind of see the murder? And here's the other... Well, yes, but before we get into that, the Quiet Council is now fighting because Magneto is like, you can bring her back. And basically, Xavier's like, well, she tricked us. So we actually have the backups until we found out she wasn't a mutant. I was like, what? Which I'm like, how the But that's the thing is like, but... Are you? De- I thought Cerebro decides if someone's a mutant. So right. that's the thing is like, right. I think they've realized they were in a, they didn't really have an answer for that. It's like if Cerebro decided, Cerebro would have known all along that she wasn't a mutant. And part of me thinks like, I think she is a mutant and you just decided she wasn't and then decided to turn off the updates for her. To just turn off. So that's the thing is our original thing of like, oh, maybe she really is a mutant. She'll get resurrected. That doesn't look like that's what's happening. But I will say that doesn't make much sense. Their explanation didn't make much sense. No, it was like the onslaught eats the pieces of us that we live. What? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Whatever. But it turns out it doesn't look like she's really dead. She's like in the white hot room or something. Where is she? Jean's going to be like, bitch. Because she's like, I guess I died, but I'm not really dead. Like, she's now narrating the shit. And you're like, where where the fuck is she? <sighs> so the Quiet Council is like, do we back her up or do we let her die? And Emma, if <laughs> I just go back to House of M, where Emma's like, kill the bitch. Yeah. <laughs> Again, she's oh, like. Oh, she, I love how she gets mad at Kitty because Kitty's like. Kitty's she's like, like, oh, like oh. Who, wait, who are the people? That, it was Magneto, Nightcrawler, and Kitty. Yeah, we're like, let's resurrect her. Yeah. And everyone else is like, nope. <laughs> I do kind of love that Storm was like, no, fucker. <laughs> no. <laughs> and it's weird because Magneto is basically like, I still loved her. I treat her like a daughter. But everything is coming around that it looks like that she did it. And so basically they're like, you did it. And I do think it's kind of like, you do have to realize this is the X-Men world. If Magneto was going to kill her, 
he would know that they know that they can figure it all out. So, like, I hate the fact that they can't even think for a second that maybe he's being framed, which so clearly he obviously is, I think. Well, he's not helping well, of his course case. Not. Like, he's just throwing metal Well, yes. And then comes uh, bad parent, bad parenting of his one child that is actually still his. Polaris. Oh my god. He's he so mean fucking to her. reads her for filth. He's, he's like, like, you're a fucking joke. He's like, <laughs> oh. he's like you he's fucking like, green haired cunt. You are a fucking piece of shit and you you were never nothing. Even at your best, you're fucking garbage. Like basically he's like, you're incompetent and you're and you're just always middle of the road and I hate you. And why wasn't I wish Scarlet wish wish was my daughter. And then he's about to go off on everyone. And guess who shows up? You know he's going to show up. Fucking Quicksilver. This was my favorite. But also, who's the the only person fast enough to stop Quicksilver? Yes. Fucking North Star. The only one who can stop him is North Star. And he does. And he consoles him. And he hugs him. him. And... I was just like, the fact that, also, I want to see Speed, Quicksilver. We all know, y'all think Wiccan, Wiccan is going to fucking show up at some point. Oh, when absolutely. they all fucking show up. Yeah, they yeah. telegraph it. Tommy's like, he doesn't know. Yeah, they're, they're, when they all fucking show up and they're like, are you fucking kidding me? And then, and in the end, did they give, are they bringing the body to the Avengers? Uh, I think so. So they're basically like, hey, Avengers, how's it going? Here's the dead body of uh, Wanda. <laughs> and they throw Wanda's body through the gate. Right at the wasp's yeah. feet. Here. Get her out of here. Um, two things I love. One is when Magneto is in a coma, Scott's like, Gene, can you read his mind? And she's like, no, he's so out of control in there. I can't. I would need Emma's help. I'm like, yes, telepathy sisters. I just love that. She's like, no, I need my girl. I need my bestie. Then Leo, this, and this is like, just, it's so Leah Williams. And it's so why I love her as a writer. The brotherhood scene. Yeah. The scene of the former brotherhood of evil mutants, the team, the Scarlet Witch and Quicksilver made their debut on, Having a shot together. Yeah, that was mm, fun. Mm, it's one of those things where I didn't realize it for a hot second. And then I was like, oh, Toad and him were on. Oh, wait, no, Weingart is there. Oh, wait a minute, Blob is there. Oh. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, so great. Um, I love that. Yeah, so then we cut to the Scarlet Witch and, you know, let's just call it the White Hot Room. She's She's stabbed. It's like you see a. But they said she was. But they said she was strangled. But yeah, also, she's then, in like, white. She but she's, she's in a being... white outfit when she was stabbed. Yeah, but she already has blood on her. Yeah, chest. so I'm like, what? What is this? What is this? Who do you think really killed Wanda? Oh, I'll tell you. I said this months ago. You think it's mystique? Exodus. Why? Oh, because he hates her. He's the one spreading all this stuff like she's the great pretender. She's well, the enemy. 
Yeah, I'm, think about how many times have we seen him around a campfire with kids. Like, yes, yes. Lucifer, she's Satan. Yeah, oh. You have to keep, you need to keep the narrative alive. You have to keep the myth alive yeah. to keep the culture alive. You can't have Wanda being a sympathetic character. Shit. You can't have her make amends with everybody. Yeah. What then? Um, but that's the X-Books. And I just want to say one more thing about X-Corp. <laughs> and I think it's time to move on. Let's talk about some other comics. Uh, let's Hit move it. On. You gotta get a comic if you wanna get a Okay. Brett, did you read anything else? I did. I read two other books, my friend. I did not. Did you? Well, I will tell you, <laughs> I will tell you about these two comic books I read. One is a book from Marvel Comics. Ooh. Um, it's called Kang the Conqueror, number one, written by Colin Kelly and Jackson Lansing, art by Carlos Magno. I've heard of none of these people, but I enjoyed this book. What's the premise? The premise is it focuses on a young Nathaniel Richards. Kang, is he white in this? Who it? Okay. Yes. Who is, I mean, still an ancestor of Reed. Not an, I'm sorry, descendant oh. of Reed, I believe. So still the 31st century, much like what we saw in Loki in the MCU. Um, so this is young Nathaniel Richards discovering time travel, other dimensions being bored with his world in the 31st century, and so going back in time to explore the past. And when he does, he bumps into traditional adult Kang the Conqueror. Traditional adult Kang the Conqueror takes Nathan Richards, the future Kang the Conqueror, back to prehistoric times on Earth and raises him as his own, grooms him to become him, later confusing now i have a However, question does that kang the like, conqueror remember the older version of him doing that when he was young i think so yes it's like suggesting but it's one of these is this guy going to be iron lad still from the young avengers yeah i think so because he rebels against adult kang because he's so evil and gross Adult Kang kills a woman that young Nathaniel loves. Why else would a comic book character do anything? And so he rebels against Kang and then escapes away from Kang, but then winds up in the end of issue one, winds up at Rama Tut's empire in ancient Egypt, Rama Tut being another iteration of Kang of Nathaniel Richards. So this book is about basically Iron Lad visiting and inter, uh, in, uh, interacting with and encountering all the other iterations of Kang the Conqueror of himself. So I think this book is just really going to flesh out the story of Kang before he becomes the next big thing on our movie screens. All right. Yeah. But there's a book I'm really excited to tell you about, okay. Jeff. There is a book by Dark Horse Comics. Haven't read something by them in a while. 
it is written by David Buher, art by Claudia Balboni, color by Harry Saxon. And I'm giving all these credits because I'm a big fan of this book and I want them to get their credit. Uh, it is a book called Killer Queens. Uh, this is issue number one. It is about, wait for it, a gay man and a lesbian who were intergalactic assassins quitting assassination and going into work for themselves outside of killing people. So they're going straight. Haha. <laughs> to do what? Legit. They're trying they're trying not to kill people anymore. Well, they're hired to help with this diplomatic situation on another planet. They're they're uh, rescuing. So instead of murdering, they're looking to rescue. They're looking to do good. So the first thing they have to do is rescue this diplomat who is basically being overrun by fascist rhino creatures Mm -hmm. uh, but they very much identify as fascists and this diplomat is from a democratic world being overtaken by fascists so uh our main characters max the gay assassin and alex the lesbian assassin have to go rescue this does this take place in the future yeah in the future space takes place in space they are on the run from a monkey named bit uh uh beity Beatty used to run, or Beatty runs oh, the assassination ring. Or he wants them dead. Okay. He wants them back. But he also, he wants their ship back, because when they quit, they mm. stole his ship. Is there... So he's got a crew of space otters. <laughs> so there's a lot of lot of otter jokes. Is there any gay, lesbian nookie happening? Oh, it opens with it. Yeah, Max and Alex are in a space diner. Alex is on a date with a woman. Max is on a date with a man. Max and his date, this purple man, this purple spaceman, are um, fucking in a bathroom stall while Alex is having a difficult time through very stilted conversation with a very unimpressed lesbian on her date. Who's at the top? Who's the, the monkey? Um, uh, actually, they just oh, get okay. to making out. They don't get to pure well, fucking just yet. Unless he's the top. I'm not reading it. No, I don't care. Uh, he very much reads like a top I will say it's up top energy the tagline is killer queens putting the sass in assassin oh my god so come on they had me at the tagline oh my god it's a fantastic book I urge you to read it I urge us to follow it I'll read it because I really think that we're gonna fall in love with Max and Alex like I'll read it so it ends with, like, the whole thing about saving the diplomat is, like, if the fascist rhinos ever catch wind that we are interfering, that you are interfering, an all-out intergalactic war will break loose. So whatever you do, be stealthy. Do not let the fascist rhinos know that you're involved. So what happens? They crash right into the middle of a fascist rhino rally. Of course. By accident. <laughs> Yeah, it's good. It's stakes, it's humor, it's fabulosity, Killer Queens, Dark Horse Comics. There's one other comic that we need to bring up that I didn't actually, I didn't fully read. Um, It came out like maybe two weeks ago, and it is, ew, a DC book called um, Urban Legends. What is it? Uh, Is it Batman Urban Legends, I think is the name of the comic? Oh, I don't know. Anyway. No, I'm not. It's just, it features one Tim Drake, 
who then oh my god we didn't talk about this out a boy who decides that he's bisexual and asks a guy out so tim drake is oh ready god. to bounce on the dick so ready tim drake reads like a bottom yeah definitely He's a Robin. There's no such thing as a top. Yeah, we Robin. all know Batman was the Batman was fucking all of them. Right. Which is what got the Comics Code Authority started yeah. in the first place. So at least now we're honoring it. There's a the, the real question is when are all the other Robins coming out? Finally, Jesus. And uh but I'm just like happy there's another queer character in uh very happy and, and a prominent one. And I also think that's a great segue for us to talk about Robins fighting each other. Is I think it's time to go into some Titans, don't you think? I do. Hit it. Someone who watch superhero sci-fi stuff with me. Titans, episode four. We have another bisexual Robin in Brendan Thwaites, who is bisexual in real life and plays Nightwing on the hit show yes. Titans. Um, also, I didn't realize that it's that uh, this, the the uh, Scarecrow is what's his nuts. It's I did not Carthons. recognize him with the beard Me until neither. he started really talking right. when he kidnaps him. He starts talking. I'm like, that's fucking yeah, Angel's son. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Crazy crazy um and also scarecrow more behind jason todd's resurrection than we thought he was but we should well, have seen the thing coming. is scarecrow is known for using drugs and stuff to influence and hypnotize people right so yes. do we is this still a thing where that is jason todd under some sort of control absolutely okay Brainwashed, brainwashed by, for and lack of, a better of word. course, but uh, and basically it's the, the that's kind of there's two things going on. We have one side. We have Starfire and Beast Boy looking for, which eventually becomes her sister, and then we have Nightwing looking to basically use the Scarecrow to lure Jason Todd and capture him. But of course, that fucking bitch Oracle. Um, ruin fucks the whole entire thing up. Did she fuck it up or did she save Dick's life? No, she shot him. Yeah, but I feel like, um, uh, what, uh, Jason Todd was like about to kill him. I, I, it did, I, they looked like they were kind of evenly matched. It didn't look like he had the, it, I just looked like they were just fighting. I don't know if he was about to pull a. My take was that Jason Todd was about to get the drop on him and Barbara sloppingly and shoots him and both of them escape. So it's just like, oh, Nightwing, 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 Nightwing. Oh, you just made everything so much worse. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It was a great fight between the two Robins in the woods. Really, really something more quality but i do think it's this thing where nightwing just doesn't 
I do like the idea that the Scarecrow basically called out, like, you know, like, Batman fucked all of you up. You think you weren't horrible to Jason Todd? You were. You left rave like anytime someone needed someone you fucking bounce and it's the same thing with this where he's like i'm gonna do this all myself i don't need anybody i'm gonna do it all myself and of course it's the main thing with the titans is like you guys don't work unless you are fucking working together yeah and dick always pulls this shit he has season after season i'm going to do it myself and it I'm always do myself and then he'll go off on bruce wayne like you always run yeah. off and do it by yourself like you're just i learned bruce it by wayne. watching you dick. you know what i mean <laughs> i learned it by watching you all right it's like grow the fuck up uh it looks like uh what's her nuts is um uh dove is basically like i'm i'm out She's i'm done emotionally traumatized forever She's i just killed done. my love of my life by accident um i'm done and superman superboy is all like i was like that's laid into something fucked up because he's all like he's all like you all think i'm lex luthor and then beast boy is just like no we love you and he's like you're just stupid fucking green tiger he's like all right you know what fuck off and then and then starfire is like i'm gonna murder you and he's like what the fuck (laughs) can everyone just leave me the fuck alone i know so like (laughs) But I, the thing, first of all, what I love about Gar and Beast Boy is, first of all, yeah. he's so fucking hot. Second, um, he's actually becoming the comic yeah. relief as Beast Boy has always been. Like, finally, Gar is a yeah. little bit funny. He's the, I, like, le- like he's the only levity in the there. show. The only levity. But I just, it's so odd that Superboy throws him like a mild insult and Gar's like, well, whatever, fuck you. But Starfire has repeatedly tried to kill him. She kidnapped him. She locked him in a trunk. And he's like, I'm with you to the end, for yeah. bestie. Like, what? what? Yeah. Okay. Because he wants to fuck her. Anyway. I mean, who wouldn't? Yes. She's gorgeous. She is gorgeous. And she's basically, so cool. it turns out all of these weird hypnotic things she's having. And then she calls this dude like, I'm hearing things. I'm like, who is this guy that she keeps calling? Oh, her psychiatrist. Why? Her psychiatrist, he's like, hey, do you finally want to fuck? She's like, no, I'm yeah, having I, problems. He's like, oh, go But then it's also, it's always oh, on the God. phone. It's never in person. I just find the whole thing very weird. I'm like, I'm waiting for yeah, some he's kind of... Yeah, he's going to be it's like alien, I'm waiting right? for some sort of double cross. They're trying to establish trust, yeah, and an I'm an like, alien. why? The only reason you're establishing trust is he's why? clearly going to betray you. I think he needs something from the sister. I think she basically brings the sister back. And I think he's trying to get to the sister. And they're both going to maybe like double cross her. I don't know. But for me, I think when when, if your sister kills your parents and then tries to kill you, I don't know. Fuck your sister. I don't I'm like, leave Leave her her in the box. box. That was a little like, uh, I don't get why you're taking her. Because she's a good person, Corey. But she's not. No, Corey is a good person, but like the other girl is like, yeah, yeah I just Blackfire's not. I don't get it. I don't get it. But anyway, that's what's happening. And just like, can we bring Raven back, please? Please, and can I and get Donna, Donna Troy? Troy? I know. She well, I think they'll probably her. come back in the same episode if she's trying to resurrect her. Yeah. Anyway, that was Titans. More Superboy. Titans um, is great. Something that was like even more great. Talk about something exponentially oh. better than. And I liked the first episode. But this yes. second episode yeah, but was, this was, was, some, was unreal. Unreally What good. if number two, what if episode two really showed us what this show and is And also, this is the farewell. This is like basically the last performance 
of Chadwick Boseman. <sighs> devastating. It was such, devastating. It is devastating. But this was such a love letter to Chadwick, to T'Challa. Just really what this whole story, this episode was about was just the beautiful impact T'Challa and Chadwick have and, and what a great man they are. And this is the other thing I want to say was what I didn't like as much about the first episode is the first episode concentrated so much on being like, this is how Captain America, the movie would be if she, if she was Captain America. And it didn't show the full on repercussions right of what that choice is made, where I feel the second one, this shows you how different the universe would be. If Chadwick Boseman... Like, because of this yeah, choice... Like struggling with Because it a of bit. this choice, the whole entire universe is different. And that is what yeah, I want. You were looking... You were looking for Nebula with blonde Yes, hair. and totally th- a good Thanos. Yes, these little differences, these little tweaks... And these big, broad brushstroke tweaks, changes also. The good Thanos, amazing. So great to hear James Brolin, Josh Brolin. Yeah, just hearing those actual voices. The, it's so, Do the character in that it's way. It's so amazing. So great for Karen Gillan and Josh Brolin to just be, like, to get to be funny yeah. and nice as these characters. And also get to see, was that Benicio Del Toro playing... And, and Benicio. That was his voice yeah, too. Was yeah, and him just playing a super yep. crazy muscled out version of the collector. Yeah. And we get some Howard yeah. the Duck. Yeah. Ah, I argue the best casting in the MCU. I know Robert Downey Jr., I know, but Seth Green is Howard the Duck. Oh, that was oh. Seth Green? Perfect. Yeah, it was him in Guardians oh, right, also. Right, right, right. I, I just feel like it was just such a happy, great, Fun story. And then even showing, even just showing that like Chris Pratt's character is just like working at a fast food restaurant. And also showing that Chris Pratt's character isn't, is a total fucking asshole. (laughs) Like how much worse the universe was. Can I just ask really quick, what, what was the moment that made everybody hate Chris Pratt? You know, I'm not sure. And suddenly it was like, oh, everyone hates him. And you know what? I think I kind of hate him too. I know he's, he's all religious now, so that's my main thing of like gross. Yeah, it was that his, ch- I think something about his church, it came out that he belongs to a church which is anti-LGBT. Yeah. And and is that the main thing? Or yeah, it just seemed like everyone's like, oh yeah, he's awful. And everyone just agreed yeah, with him. And, and then like, I think it's interesting. And I think also... The Brie Larson stuff, um, well, by Brie Larson, I mean, so when when people were attacking Chris Pratt, the other Marvel actors were like, can everyone please stop? Chris Pratt is a wonderful man. And a lot of people pointed out that they did not do that for Brie Larson when she was being attacked, but they came out and defended Chris Pratt, which made the whole thing just even uglier. Anyway, what if... Fuck, what if fuck Chris is Pratt. great? Yeah, and that's it. And and fuck Chris Pratt great. and fuck Justin Bieber because he belongs to that church with William Baldwin and his fucking and his daughter who's his wife. Yeah, I want to hear Anna Faris's yeah. side and of the story. She... I want to hear Anna Faris talk about like that marriage. Doesn't she? Do yeah, but I don't think she because of her kid. I don't think she. 
I don't think she ever is saying anything disparaging about Chris Pratt because you know she has yeah. a child and like she doesn't want to traumatize a child. <laughs> oh God, kids ruin everything. But anyway, what if is turning out to be pretty amazing, and I'm super excited about it. And I think next is the zombies. Oh shit. Who do you think is going to be the good guy in the zombie? Are there any previews of like who they're showing who is zombies and not and whatnot? Ju- yeah, you just show like a Captain America and, an, and a zombie is the one that's sticking out. I would me. love it to be a more ancillary character. Um, yeah, like I would love it to be like Hawkeye. Yeah. Well, not Hawkeye. Well, well it I was mean, going to be Scarlett Johansson, like but they really had to struggle. now animate the whole, reanimate the whole thing and have her just be murdered immediately. <laughs> they should they should bring in the woman whoever so who record like in that movie her like wasn't it somebody else and then they had Scarlett Johansson re-record <laughs> all the oh, I didn't like whoever that. it was originally should be the new black widow in in what if oh my god what if sorry we ranted a lot a lot. We, we we ranted and praised, and if this show is nothing else, it is an exercise in judgment. Yeah, we we but that's what you're listening for. Is we're gonna we're gonna bring up something and uh, about superheroes, and we're gonna fucking judge the fuck out of it. And you know what else we're gonna do? We're gonna talk about who we think is sexy in it. That's right. Who would we fuck? And if you send in a photo of a, of yourself. We will judge what you're wearing, and we will tell you if we want yes. to fuck you or not. And the answer will... Oh, me and Brett, yes. we are whores. And it does not matter. I will fuck... I mean, I am pretty much... Attra- you have to be a special type of ugly for me not to be attracted to you. I like every race. I like every size. I like every height. I mean, I do have my go-tos, but yeah. I'm a slut. And I'm proud of that. Yeah. Me too. I'm proud of you for being a And I'm proud of you, listeners, because guess what? You're all whores. Because if you read comics, well, then that makes you queer. Queer. You fucking sluts. Mm-hmm.